Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a Florida State fan. It's for Florida State fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is November 18th, 2020. No segments for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, before I get into the actual show, um, I watched Kurt Herb Street's interview on another podcast on Facebook, and I saw the Mike Norvell uh, press conference uh, yesterday. And you know, for a guy that's two and six, he's very positive, so I can admire that. Um, you got a lot of young guys out there and we're at ground zero right now. You know, we're at ground zero. You know, that's what Kurt Herbstreet said in, um, on, on, I forget the name of the podcast he was on. Um, but he said, um, to rebuild it and rebuild it right. We got to start at ground zero. Well, we're, we're there. Um, like I said, three of the biggest voices on this team are gone. So it's really Mike Norvell's team and you got to go recruit. You got to go recruit. I mean, the, the best selling point you have now is playing time. I don't think anybody on this team has solidified, um, anything as far as starting position and playing time. So you can go out and get a guy and say, Hey, you can come in and compete and play year one and be on TV every week and, you know, try to reestablish the tradition at Florida State. Um, so um, that's pretty much it for the opening. Let's get into the show. Um, I floated this idea on one of the uh, uh, face uh, Florida State Facebook groups. And that was moving Jordan Travis to wide receiver. Now, you say what you want. I think he's one of the best athletes on this team, if not the best athlete on this team. He's the only athlete that I have seen that can get into open space and just run away from people. So I think he could be a tremendous asset, like on screens. He's 6'2". He's a big guy. He could play wide receiver. I mean, he can run. We know this guy can fly, but he's limited as a quarterback. I would say Chubba Purdy is the more polished quarterback right now. Not nowhere near the athlete Jordan Travis is, but definitely the more polished quarterback. So, um... That's just that's just um that's just what I would you know like to see. It probably won't happen, but I think that he he's not going to the NFL as as a quarterback. Let's just be honest. He is very limited in his uh throwing ability. He has a great arm. He his arm is better than what I thought it was. I you know, when I first started this podcast, I thought he had a pop gun arm. 
just on some of the little little passes he did last season. And then I saw him air it out to Terry and uh, Helton. And I said, okay, this guy got an arm. So I, I don't know. Um, just, just he's not very accurate. And just on some of those deep passes, they were underthrown. But I, I don't think his future is at quarterback. That's just my opinion. I think his future is at you know, wide receiver. Um, so let me know what you think about this that segment. Of uh, next segment, and this is really like a rhetorical question because we won't be able to do it at all. Um, how to stop Trevor Lawrence? Okay, Trevor Lawrence hasn't played in two weeks. His team is coming off a close loss to Notre Dame. You 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 think we caught Clemson at the wrong time? I think we did. They, they're going to be locked in. <laughs> they're going to be locked in, bro. Dabo is going to have these guys ready to play. So, like I said, I I think I think they might put a 50-burger on us by halftime. It would, it would just take, like, an act of God. I mean, literally sending angels down from the sky to possess these players and they just play out of their minds for four quarters that's what it's going to take to win this game and that's probably not going to happen this saturday at noon so um (laughs) listen man it is what it is I think it's going to be like 50 to 3 at the half. And Dabble will put the backups in and they'll probably score another three touchdowns. So 70 to 3. They're they're going to send a message. Okay. That's that's um that's without a doubt. And if you're a fan of this team and you're thinking, if you have any hope of your of Florida State winning this game, let me go ahead and crush all of that for you right now. They are not winning this game. So just get all of that out your mind. So when the game is over and it's like 100 to nothing, you won't be mad. You won't be having hypertension and high blood pressure. You're just, okay, this is just. You know, this is just one that you can just go ahead and put in the loss column. Two and seven. We're two and seven right now. Okay. And uh, it is what it is. This is our team. Um, But there's nowhere to go but up. There's nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. And as soon as this season is over, Mike Novell has to hit the recruiting trail. And all these players have to get into strength and conditioning mode. And you can't use COVID as an excuse. We know how to deal with COVID. Wear a mask. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Wipe down the equipment. And um, social distance, all that stuff. So hopefully, hopefully, um, maybe next year we can make progress. Maybe we can go six and six next season i don't know all right um 
So that concludes that segment. Let's move on to the next segment, which is entitled 2022 is the earliest we can look for positive progress. Uh, when you say positive progress for me, that would be uh, competing for an ACC championship, not going six and six, not going to a bowl game. So I think you're about one more season away of mediocre football before you can start looking for, you know, Florida State of old. And um, <clears throat> if you're if you're a really good program or you once were a really good program, it, it won't take long. Like um, Norvell's gonna get the guys. Um, and I, I fully expect him to turn this thing around. When he first got hired, I didn't have any confidence in him. And he, being honest, he hasn't really done anything thus far to gain my confidence. But the program, the Florida State football program is more important to me than having a gripe with the coach. So I don't want to fire. I don't want them to fire the guy. And then we go through all this again. And then you're talking 2025, 2024 of possibly being relevant. Right now, if if everything goes the way I want it to go and the way it should go, I'm thinking 2022, you could have a team that could possibly win nine or ten games. If the strength and conditioning can get to an elite level if you can get these cheap boosters to reinvest back into the program we could really you know be on the way back but let's be clear man let's be clear you fire mike norvell who's coming through that door because it, it took you it took you a month almost to find a head coach last season okay and once you get this reputation for being one and done with coaches, coaches are going to be very reluctant to take that job. So you got to give this man some time. And I'm not like in his fan club or anything like that, but get, you got to give a man time. Willie Taggart was fired prematurely. And for whatever reason you want to say, because he was black, blah, 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 I don't care. At the end of the day, he was fired. This is the guy now. And, you know, we got to, we got to, as a fan base, we got to stick behind them. So, um, that's it for that segment. Let's, let's move on to the next segment. Florida State is a punchline now. And it pains me in the most agonizing of ways to say that. We're a punchline. Um... When you're when I was at work over the weekend last weekend, you know, I was trying to look for uh, Florida State highlights didn't even show. Them. We don't even get the respect of seeing highlights anymore. Unless you're unless we upset like number four, North Carolina, that's the only way we're going to see highlights. It, there was a point in time that Florida State used to lead off. The highlights. 
It used to be that. It used to, even in the Bobby Bowden quote unquote down years, we used to lead off highlights. Now we don't. So, um, you know, a lot of things have changed with this program. And it's just it's just sad that we have fallen this far. Um, you know, just just being a little bit more positive. Uh, I, I like what Chubba Purdy did last Saturday. He looked he actually looked like a college quarterback for a little while. Uh, I like Rotomaker. And if you can possibly get this guy Altemeyer in, um, you let those three guys uh, compete for the starting position. Like I said, I think you got to convince Jordan Travis to move to wide receiver. He's just he's just a phenomenal talent in terms of his speed. And 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 you got to get him in the weight room, get him bigger. But I think he could be a tremendous talent at wide receiver. Um, But uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Last segment for this episode, strength and conditioning must take a monumental leap forward. All right, we don't look like a college football team out there. You you when when you when you turn on this game Saturday at noon, just just look at Clemson's guys and look at our guys. And you just look at the physical difference. Clemson looks like a year-round program. We look like a maybe three month program we just lift weights for three months out the year clemson looks like they lift weights year round they they look in superb conditioning um like i said before this season even started off the more established programs we're not going to have really a problem with the COVID situation in terms of keep you know they already got a program in place all they have to do is navigate COVID. When you got a first-year head coach at a program where, you know, he has to establish the culture, you're going you're gonna to have that battle, and you're going to have to battle with COVID. So that was, that was a double whammy for Florida State. We don't have a culture. Uh, we did for a little while under Jimbo, and of course we had one under Bobby Bowden. But you know, when when Jimbo left and they brought in Willie, he didn't really establish anything. So now Norvell has to build his thing from ground zero. And and in any program, I and I, I need to put nutrition in there, strength, conditioning, and nutrition are really the hallmarks of, of a good football program. And, you know, I would say next after that would probably be probably be getting all your guys to buy into the program. If you're running a really good program, the NFL will come. Um, but, um, somewhere along the line you know this thing just faded i think jimbo just stopped recruiting man when he he got tired of fighting against these boosters pulling teeth to get what he wanted 
And you look, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Texas A&M is top 10 right now. When when you give a coach an unlimited budget, he's going to get he's going to get the job done. So with Florida State, their boosters are more like win first and then we'll invest. That's not how football works. It's not how college football works. You have to invest then win. That's how really the NFL works too. You have to invest in the player and then hope that they're going to go out on the field and get wins. And usually most teams do. Same thing with college football. We're, we're, I'm not going to sit here and live under the illusion that, you know, money doesn't run big time college football. If you don't know, if you don't know that you're, you're living in an alternate universe, a parallel universe. <laughs> what to pick one. It don't matter. You're not of this planet, of this universe, of this timeline. Big money runs college football, period. Okay. And um, we got to get these boosters to invest, reinvest. But also nutrition, strength and conditioning have to take a big time leap forward for us to compete with other teams. And get back to the old Florida State that we all want. So um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.